Nebraska News Service. Hello from the College of Journalism and Mass Communications at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. My name is Grace Fitzgibbon. I'm Adriana Jacobs. And I'm Jacob Schoening. At universities around the globe, research is part of the educational mission. Research drives discoveries, solves real-world problems, and contributes to our understanding of the world. Welcome to Active Academia. Each episode takes an in-depth look at how UNL professors' research is applied across the state and beyond. I have a really big concern of our rural Nebraska audience. It's really quite beautiful and awesome. We could do it just like that overnight. I think that that potentially could have really significant impact on local communities in Nebraska. That is where my heart and soul is. So I really tried to conduct my career doing what I can to make the world a better place. On this episode of Active Academia, a crop called hops. On a hot summer day, 2015 UNL horticulture graduate Greg Jeffrey walks along two acres of hops on his 20-acre farm near Denton, Nebraska, taking it all in. Essentially, it's just a gradual wall of green that starts to grow up. Like when you're walking down the rows, you've got these two walls of green. It's really quite beautiful and awesome just walk down the hop rows and kind of relaxing at some point. Jeffrey and his wife Chelsea specialize in caring for the fast-growing perennial plant, which grows small cones that, when dried, flavor craft beer favorites. Jeffrey's family often road trips to Powell's Brewery in North Platte just to taste his hops at work. But before his business, Skybound Hops, took off, he was a senior in college, putting up the hops trellis on East Campus Hops research plots, taking measurements, noting weeds. These efforts assisted in the six-year-spanning Nebraska Hops Project, grant funded by Nebraska Department of Agriculture's Specialty Crop Block. The research started in 2014 and ended just this year. It was led by Stacy Adams, Associate Professor of Practice in Agronomy and Horticulture at UNL. Hops were once just a staple of the Pacific Northwest, with some 97.8% of America's hop plants grown there. This research project aimed to test eight different hop varieties at four different locations across Nebraska to see if the Midwestern climate has what it takes to expand hops production. The first question was, can we grow this plant? The second, will it survive? Here's Professor Adams. Our weather is extremely volatile, and I don't think people realize it that live outside of our region because, you know, we don't have these modulating temperatures from the Great Lakes, and we don't have protection from mountains and things like that. When we went into this, we wanted to kind of see how resilient the plant would be. So could it survive these drastic temperature changes? Because if you're from Nebraska, you know, one year it's warm, next year it's cold. You know, it might be 80 degrees one day and it could be 15 degrees the next. Adams found the plant responds well to heat, one thing Nebraska has plenty of. The goal was trying to grow the plants as tall as possible, 12 to 16 inches during a single hot day, adding up to a height of 15 to 20 feet. One of the concerns of the study was the survivability of the rhizome or the underground stem. Hops have an annual growth on top and perennial growth underground. Challenges arose from the research plots. We had difficulty in maintaining the plants where they belong. It's an aggressive underground plant. So needless to say, at about year four, the vines got themselves all messed up underground and we no longer know what each cultivar is. It satisfied our research, but you could not continue to use it 
because it's inconsistent. So that's actually one of the good things coming out of a bad thing, because when I work with people that are exploring hops, I give them strong recommendations as to why we need to do things certain way, like keep rows consistent and doing different types of cultivation and whatnot. Another issue in growing hops in Nebraska was the typical production system of the state's farmers. Some other things we found out that are pretty uncontrollable for us is traditional agronomic crop production systems do not deal well with hops because it's very sensitive to a lot of the chemicals they're using. So those cause some issues to the plant too because the growth of the plant is what we call hormonal driven. And some of these chemicals really mess with the plant and it would lose direction and things like that. Adams also took his research to other regions in the Midwest, sharing information with hop growers in South Dakota, Missouri, and Michigan to better understand how their progress might align with Nebraska. It was in Michigan where he learned tips he could apply to Western Nebraska. The wild thing was when I got there, they they plant their their fields east-west, which never made any sense to me. But then I found out about these storms that come off the Great Lakes. I mean, they're like mind-blowing big storms. If they put their hops in certain areas going north-south like you should for light occurrence, it would just totally wipe out their structures. And we should use that similar information for western Nebraska because we have a very similar problem out there is these storms come off these rocky mountains and they'll shoot across the state at 70, 80 miles an hour out there and we were having drama out there. So there are some lessons that we can learn and like I said, you have to interpret. So it's like, you know, they were ahead of us by about four years. So we kind of were able to learn a bit from their experiences. And we have to interpret what they had happened and how it aligns with us. The project also held farm tours and workshops to inform aspiring hops growers on trellising, irrigation design, crop scouting, and disease management. Adams said the future of hops might be in these small farm growers. The demand for hops cones has been slightly depressed, and so going into it is an expensive venture. And so it's kind of a costly to go into it if you think you're going to do vast production of it. I do see hops in Nebraska as a specialty crop, a niche, if you will, but not widespread because there's just so many variables involved in it. But I think if a small grower could really focus their energies they could know who their market directly is, and they could probably do okay with it. After all, the local craft beer market is seeing trends. People interested in unique flavor and aromatic qualities, which is why the Hops Project kickstarted in the first place. They found that Nebraska can deliver because of its location. The project started initially because there was an increasing demand in hops, as well as the consumer or the potential buyer one of the things that were different. So buying trends by consumer has changed as the younger audience has gotten older. So rather than just buying like canned beer, they really like unique qualities. So that's driving the craft brewing industry nationally. And as Jeffrey said, the market is definitely in buying locally. People that are drinking the beer love to see local ingredients anywhere they can. And hops really kind of grow like a weed. People brought them all the way across the United States when they migrated through. 
They grow everywhere. Our climate's incredibly good. We have great soils for growing plants in general. I mean, that's part of the reason why there's so many corn and soybean throughout the Great Plains is because our soils are really good. Hops is overwhelmingly thought of as the craft beer plant. But there's a twist to this story. Adams doesn't even have a taste for beer. I'm going to be matter of fact. I uh, and, and a lot of people chuckle at this. But I don't really like to drink alcohol at all. I don't like beer or anything. However, the reason I got into the hops industry or the research is because there's so many different products you can make out of hops. Yes, the money is currently in the hops cones for the brewing industry, but there's a lot of homeopathic medicinal qualities to hops. They're using it rather than using chemical formulations of pharmaceutical products. So holistic medicine is a fascinating area of an interest that I have. Chinese medicine, herbal technology, a big deal. And I may be looking too far ahead, but you know, the cannabis industry or marijuana industry is a whole compound. And we find these complementary compounds that your body can naturally take on. All of this is a reflection of Adam's greater research interest finding stability of income for rural Nebraskan families. I just marvel at the beauty of the state and the family structures and the hardworking attitude of agriculture. I'm very concerned that the family has to be able to figure out a way to survive. What has happened is you see Lincoln and Omaha growing at these enormous rates because People can't survive in the country anymore, so they moved to the bigger cities. But I want people to live where they want to live, so that's why I have a certain passion for working with the people I do. Hops was just one component, but I'm a specialist in greenhouses, high tunnels, coal frames. I'm doing hydroponic work now because I'm concerned about the future of meeting uh, food drought, food distribution, decentralization of food production. So the hops is just one component of a passion I have for the rural family farm to diversify their income and not be held to whatever the corn market is paying. I want them to be able to drive some of their own income. If they want to live in Gurley, Nebraska, population 16, they can't. Jeffrey is also enthralled by all things horticulture on his family farm. With hops, he can do something different each day. Irrigation, scout for bugs, pull weeds, and still be working toward a goal of sweet, sweet hops. Hops are a very sexy plant. <laughs> hate to say it. And they're really beautiful. And I mean, you get to drink so much beer. Who wouldn't love that? You have to love what you do. Coming up in a future episode of Active Academia. I want to make sure that we're not losing the priority of how youth can positively impact our world right now. Picture a leader. University researchers develop methods to propel young people into a life of leadership. Thanks for listening to Active Academia. For Nebraska News Service, I'm Grace Fitzgibbon. I'm Andriana Jacobs. And I'm Jacob Schoening.